0: That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What is the sanctuary of sweet truth? It is a beacon in a storm of anger, hate, and misinformation. Here, the truth is: you are free to be yourself and stand by your own moral compass. Live by it. And you can be in the Life's Hall of Fame. The distance, you can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You could be the hero, you could get the gold. Breaking all the records they never could be broke. Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride. you're never gonna know if you never even try. Do it for your country,
1: do it for your name. Cause there gonna be a day when you're...
0: hey this is sugar Shane another episode of sanctuary sweet truth how you doing Billy Dee's?
1: I'm doing okay thank you very much how are you
0: doing all right can't complain had a pretty good yeah. eh, pretty good few days off yesterday so that's I mean today that's that's a plus but uh other than that got a lot of writing I'm doing uh need to be working on here lately i'm working on my own projects and then uh i think i've mentioned him on here before dylan (coughs) that i work with we're working on a mutual project it's a writing project writing back and forth you know uh on a little something that we've got going on so uh it's kind of my my turn to write so been doing all that back and forth as well so uh Uh seeing where that goes um got work here you know we got i told you our work's been kind of a a little bit of a tizzy because of this well what i they haven't come out and said it but i know that's what it is whole field foods opened up down the street so now everybody's going nuts and wanting to have this and that change this around whatever so we got the new app out it's called fuel perks fuel and then you can use it for fuel or you can use it for gas or or for food i mean in the place or whatever the case may be yada 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 so we got these shirts you gotta wear You tell me if this makes any sense. They give me two shirts and a hat. Alrighty. I'm told I got to wear them until further notice. Until whenever they tell me to quit wearing them. So I just politely told my assistant manager, you know, in a nice way that uh, I hate to fucking tell (laughs) 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 y'all that uh, I'll wear them. But I'll be damned if I'm going to wash clothes every day in order to have a clean shirt because i got two shirts.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I will be coming in here some days with a dirty shirt. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I said.
1: You only get one shirt. I got two. Oh, two. But okay.
0: that's supposed to last a whole week, you know, or whatever. Because, I mean, I'm not going to work three or four days in a row, work two days, have to wash shirts again. Right. That's not going to happen. And then, this is the funny part, the meat department, thank God I don't work in that department, because I don't know what the hell I'd do. They've been told, you know what the white coats of the meat department wear? Oh, yeah. Okay. Not only, it's a twofold reason. One, it's cold as shit back there in that meat department. I mean, it's even colder than the deli. (laughs) They got the damn fans running and everything. It's colder than hell.
1: Right, right.
0: Plus, you get shit all over you. It's a meat department. Sure. They've been told starting tomorrow through Monday they can't wear nothing but the t shirts, can't even wear their white coats. <laughs> I said, ain't that going to be a damn mess? When them people, customers coming there, they got blood guts all over there <laughs> That's hamburger meat. I said, who yes. thought that shit up? Was that a Harvard graduate up there at the damn office that ain't never been down in the grocery store in the real world that thought that <laughs> shit up?
1: It must be. It must be.
0: That is some dumb ass stuff. I've never heard of such at all in all my life. When I read that, I said, oh boy. That was the f- I don't understand why that doesn't come to their mind. When I read that statement back here at the time clock, the first thing that came to my mind is, they're going to get blood all over them damn shirts. Yep. Stupid. Stupid. But, hey, what do I know? Like I said, you know, I'm not a Harvard graduate. But anyhow, uh, you know who uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus is, don't you?
1: Yeah, she was on uh, Seinfeld. And yeah. she, she's on that thing called Veep up on HBO, I believe.
0: Yeah, just won an Emmy yeah. for it. She's just won uh, our second Emmy for it, I believe, for that show, Veep. But um, she's been sad news is she's been... uh diagnosed with breast cancer Oh man! officially so uh, yeah i like seinfeld i haven't seen veep yet i've been meaning to watch it i got hbo now i can start anytime i want with any of the seasons but i just haven't watched it yet but uh i need to so this gets high praise but i love seinfeld Seinfeld's one of my favorite shows but um that's sad that she got it i didn't realize it was that high one in eight women end up developing breast cancer
1: yeah it's pretty bad
0: Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's wild. I mean, that's a high, that's a high statistics when you think about it. I mean, you walk into a crowd of a hundred women, there's a good chance quite a few of them's got breast cancer or will have it. So, right. But I wish her the best. So, uh, Hugh Hefner passed away, ninety-one years old. Uh, he got a lot of flack for what he did in life and, uh, stuff like that, uh, as far as his magazine and whatnot. But a lot of people don't know the whole, I mean, I understand, you know, yes, he was a woman, you know, he'd been with a lot of women, but let's just face it. The fucking women wanted it too, because he had the damn money. Let's just don't blame all Hugh Hefner here. I mean, they were putting titties and asking for him. So, I mean, hell, I mean, what the hell you think? He's a man, you know, and he's got the opportunity. He's going to take it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you, you know, everybody wants to give him a lot of damn heat. And I'm like, these women wouldn't be in raped, <laughs> And they weren't, I'm sure, if I know of a lot, Hugh Hefner wasn't leading them a line of shit either. He only married three times, and I know that's three times, but he only married three times in his whole life. So it wasn't like he would get one woman, make a promise, marry divorce, or marry divorce. He wasn't doing that. So, I mean, they knew what they were getting out of the deal to begin with. But whether you like him or don't like him, what your issue is with him or don't have an issue with him, what I just wanted to say a few things about the man. A lot of people don't know this. Maybe but he was a cartoonist originally. He was a cartoonist for uh, his school paper at the University of Illinois, where he was also the editor for, after, for a period of time also as well. Um, he would do campus art cartoon work. Um he started Playboy with a borrowed $600 no money of his own he borrowed $600 in order to start Playboy and of course he did have a good centerfolding he got which was Marilyn Monroe for his very first issue but um, that was in 1953 started out of his house so I got to give a man a lot of credit because he took a lot of damn risk, you know, took a chance and went out on his own. And in that day, very innovative and very risky in 1953 to even think about starting a magazine like that. Um,
1: as I mean, my- porn goes, as porn goes, Playboy was pretty tame.
0: Oh yeah, by by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, I-
1: yeah, it, it, it was more featuring the the I guess you could call it the female form. I mean, it was very tame compared to, let's say, his contemporaries. You know, Larry Flint and
0: oh, Larry Flint's awful.
1: You know, with Hustler and uh, Penthouse at the time. Yeah. Uh, the very, very tame, and actually, it had some social relevance. There was a lot of political commentary in that book. A lot of you know o- other issues. So it, it it had it had the relevance of a of a men's magazine. Beyond now, porn, yeah. well, that's
0: the reason why he started Playboy magazine. Now he did, now he did love women, as I've said previously. A while I go, and he said he didn't look at women in his mind when he looked at a woman. He didn't look at her as an object, but as something to desire. He saw women as being beautiful. Which I mean, you know, if you're a man, I'm not saying you go out to sleep with all of them, but if you're a man, I well, you know, I, and you're a straight man, and I'm, I would hope you would have the same type of feeling, unless you know something different with you. In my book, it'd be different. I mean. Me, whatever. But anyhow, <laughs> he wrote, uh, but that was one of the reasons why he started it, because he wanted to get it started this way, to later lay the groundwork to where they could discuss issues like that. Because, after that got started, the second issue, which, don't get me wrong, Marilyn Monroe was good for it, but it wasn't all about Marilyn Monroe. The second issue actually sold more copies than the first one. Once the word of mouth got out. So it wasn't all about Marilyn Monroe might think, but um, he was heavy into anti-segregation. He did. He uh, wrote articles in the in the Playboy magazine against segregation. He spoke out against the Vietnam War in the uh, magazines. Um, and in 19, in the 1950s, now this is another thing that was very innovative about him. In the 1950s, he was given an article called "The Crooked Man" that had been turned down by Esquire magazine. It was actually a short story, I should say. It was turned down by Esquire magazine, and he took it and published it. And what it was is, a, in the future world everybody was homosexual, and the abnormals were the heterosexuals, and he published this in the 1950s, it was considered- Yeah,
1: he was. Very, he was. Uh, I would call him very liberal, even oh, by yeah. today's standards. Oh yeah, yeah very, very, liberal, very much so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's very. you I know mean, you'd have to be very liberal to be him. I mean, that's just might be mean, just being honest. But he holds the Guinness World Record for the longest editor-in-chief of a magazine, 64 years. He reportedly had 2,000-plus sexual partners and only three wives, which I'm sure he had 2,000-plus sexual partners. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. I mean, he's in, a, he's in a hen house, and he's a rooster. What do you expect?
1: Let me ask you a question here, Shane. Uh, they said, you know, when, you know when, when somebody dies or whatever, they always say, well, he's in a better place. I don't. <laughs> Is Hugh Hefner in a better place? <laughs> Even if he got seventy virgins, yeah, okay, he had two thousand model type women in his yeah. lifetime.
0: <laughs> with the women he had, he what don't... could
1: possibly be any
0: better? With the women he had, he probably didn't want no virgins. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was he he lived life to the fullest. I guess you could say his mansion sold last year with the condition that he could live there till he died. One of the, and it also is one of the few private residences in the United States with a zoo license. Um, in 1992, he bought the crypt where he's going to be married for seven, where he's being buried probably is by, or will be tomorrow, whenever it is for 75,000 dollars. Guess where it is?: I have no idea. Right next door to Marilyn Monroe. Oh, there you
1: go. It's so, wonder It was only seventy five thousand dollars. That's I know.
0: Cheap. Yeah, I know. He did buy it ninety two, but still.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh. But still. Yeah, still that sounds cheap even in ninety two. But uh, so where his magazine, his business, all began with her is all going to end right next to her. As far as his part of the bargain, anyway. So uh, I guess he. I guess her. I guess he uh, had a lot of admiration for her. I imagine for him to buy the tomb next to her and he was she also helped start his magazine so I don't know if they ever had a great friendship she died young but uh I don't know what their friendship was like if they had one or what not but uh as far as a businessman goes I don't know a lot about the man's personal life to be honest I don't know I know very little but as far as a businessman goes and as an innovator I have a lot of admiration from that aspect um, took the risk and the risk paid off. Um, I always admire anybody that's in that position, that uh, do to do what they do. And uh, so, magazine, like I said, is tame. Like we said, tame compared to anything else they make out there. I mean, Hustlers, down that's just porn. You don't even have to call it a damn magazine. It's porn. I mean, Playboy was very innovative. It had it, it had articles in it that really made sense that was really touching on subjects. And uh, so that's the only thing I'm saying. Christina said move past Hugh. He was a hoe. Well, the thing about it is he ain't got to take, you got to look at the bright side. He ain't got to take Viagra no more to be stiff. (laughs) But anyway.
1: (laughs) Too soon, too soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was probably a little soon for that joke, but still. (laughs) Oh, Trump's approval ratings. I was, going to break uh, them da- I was going to break them down where their highs and lows are at, because um, I saw this today. 60%, as we've mentioned, was, uh, he's got approval rating as far as when it comes to the hurricanes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and whatnot. Um, Puerto Rico's in a mess, though.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's going to be.
0: Yeah, and there's some people in there that are not happy with what he's doing, while some people are happy with what he's doing in the Puerto Rico deal, but, uh. They're a complete mess. It's going to be a while. I don't know how long it'll take to recover from that. It's like a bomb. I mean, it's like a... It could be years. Yeah.
1: It could be years. I mean... Uh,
0: I hate yeah. to say it this way, with the exception of loss of life, I don't know it would have been any different if Hiroshima, if it would have had one of them bombs dropped on it, then what, is it, what it's like now? It's that bad down there. I mean, it's... Well, tough. you know,
1: there are sections of uh, New Orleans that still are not uh, put back together. So um you know you're talking about a, a very large area in terms of square miles that just had all of its in- infrastructure wiped out mm. and, it, and it took years to get puerto rico to where it was and it's not going to happen overnight that's all there is to it
0: no no i i foresee years yeah years uh <clears throat> but i hope they get recovered quickly as possible and do you think we'll have anybody come to the states because of that, or will they even allow it, I guess? I don't even know what that'll be.
1: I'm not sure how they're going to work that out. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're, there's a lot of citizens there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how many them, there are, be? but they're,
1: they're citizens.
0: Well, they're being a, what do they call it, a, a state of the, not, they're not a state, but what do they call it, part of the United States, uh, the term for they're it? They're a
1: territory, yeah. territory,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I don't know what the process is as far as getting in the country here. I guess you can just—I mean, I guess you could just move here if you had, if you could. But I yeah, mean, that's the
1: thing. Uh, how do you leave your—you know—come back to what? Um, so I—I I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's going to be a, a tough question, and I'm sure it's going to vary case by case for a long time to come.
0: Right. Well, the economy has a 49 percent approval rate, but it is up from April to June. The economy is up three point one percent. They're saying that's due mostly to consumers. Yeah, Um, I don't. I guess
1: if you have a if you have have a 401k or anything like that, you're not necessarily hating on Trump right now. Now, there's been people talk about whether or not that's to his credit. It's actually a, a little credit to him and a little bit of credit to Obama. Uh, the administration of of Obama uh, laid the groundwork for a lot of what's happening right now in the financial markets. Uh, but with the all all the talk of deregula- deregulation that Trump has done, and he's followed through with a lot of it, um, that's really opened up, you know, investment and a lot of other things because businesses are are figuring that they're not going to be you know cratered with a lot of regulations and and licensing and all kinds of restrictions on what they can do right now how long that's going to last is anybody's guess and uh what real difference it makes is another thing entirely only a few people in terms of the population have any real stake in what happens in the financial markets so um we'll just have to wait and see
0: I know everybody on my, when they start talking about the economy on Facebook, first thing I had some one asshole, I don't remember who it was, I don't even know if he's even on my Facebook anymore, but he made a comment that, oh, uh, well, I'm doing good, why aren't you? And then you start talking about stocks and shit, I'm like, dude, look, I'm not Warren Buffett. I don't have damn stocks. You know, it ain't affecting me one way or the other. I mean, if I had stocks, yeah, maybe I'd be singing the praises, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not down on him because it ain't, I ain't no worse shape. But, I mean, it ain't like I'm rolling in millions because Donald Trump became damn president either. Right, right. So, I mean, it don't, I don't have stocks, so it don't make it damn to me. You talking that talk, you talking about shit I don't even, want to, I don't even know because I don't live in that world.
1: Right.
0: I'm talking about something in my pocket. 39% approval rating going towards North Korea and Iran, both, 39%. Yeah. And I don't know that that's so much of him doing a bad job. As it is, just he don't know how to shut his fucking mouth.
1: Oh, yeah, he's uh, he's his own worst enemy a lot of times. That's, there's absolutely no question about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the tweeting and <clears throat> everything, and God almighty, dude. And the tweeting's fixing to get worse for, for all of us, because now you're going to have a 280-cap char- character limit now instead of 140. So them ones where he used to have to spit out four tweets to get his fucking point out, now he'll get it out in two. So,
1: <laughs> isn't that just a trial? Uh, it's, a, only
0: a- it's a trial, but they're talking like it's going to be a, uh, the what, the video. I said it's it's trial for certain ones right now, right? People, but eventually, I think it's going to go to everybody. I just think it's something like a it's like they do with anything, like even on Xbox games or whatever. They'll have Xbox games and computer games. They'll let certain ones run the betas or whatever for a certain period of time. Then they're offered to everybody. It's pretty much work kinks out more than anything. But uh, that's. I think it'll eventually go to 280 for everybody. Um, It's been 140 for a long time, I guess since the beginning.
1: Oh, yeah, since the very beginning. I was one of the early adopters.
0: Oh, and, were you? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, it's always been um, 140 characters, and there's a lot of people that say it, it should remain that way.
0: Yeah, it doesn't bother me one way or the other, because I don't ever – when I get on there, I use it solely to – retweet you see me i just retweet a, po- a, a quote or if i if i do put something in it's just a little jot about what we're doing or a little something else and that's it i don't tweet no shit i don't need a book to tell that shit so.
1: well i can tell you if it can in some ways make you a better writer because if you tweet a lot you right. know he's staying in within that uh, character restriction is actually a good exercise. Because a lot of times you'll you'll you know, you make your point and let's say you're eight characters over and you'll have to re examine it and say, Now, do I really need this word here or maybe I could rephrase this here? And and, and if you do that often enough, it can make you a more efficient writer. I don't know that'll you know, make you better across the board, but it can it can make you more direct.
0: Oh, most and, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I look into writing contests. That's what I look in. I'd look into a lot of contests they're having. One I seen the other day that I really liked was I showed you this picture. There was about three, four, five people standing in a diner, and they were all standing in a the diner there sitting around talking, and or some was alone, some was talking to somebody, or whatever the case may be. And it was a 250-word limit that you had to write about somebody in that diner describing them and what they're doing or what they're thinking or whatever the case may be. And it was 250 word limit. I thought that was a great contest because it does, it does limit yourself and to be able to still express uh, it about that individual.
1: Right. Right.
0: I mean, I I love those kind of contests when you limit yourself like that. I'd, I'd rather, as far as a contest goes, I'd rather it be the fewer the words, the better myself. I mean, I don't even care if it went as low as 150, as long as it's something that you can, you know, express your point on, Because, to me, if you are a good writer, I think you can write in 150 words just as well as you can write in 2,000.
1: Well, you know, the one concern I would have if I was a Twitter executive would be that the attention span of of people these days is getting increasingly small. And I'm kind of of wondering how many of those tweets that that use twice the amount of space – are actually going to get red.
0: Yeah. It's sad, the attention span of America today. It Mm -hmm. is so sad. I mean, when you sit and you think about it, I mean, from what it was when I was younger 20 years ago and what it is now, people don't know unless they were really older back then. Like me and you, I was 22. I don't know how old you were 20 years ago, but I was 22. I can tell a vast difference between attention span then than it is even now. Because you just didn't have all this shit you got now. Now everybody wants everything in a quick second.
1: It was like that even 20 years ago, but it's really bad
0: now. Oh, yeah, it's worse. Yeah, it's worse. It's far worse now. With the invention of the iPhones and smartphones and all that shit, now everybody wants something where they can open it up, get a quick look, and go right back. Even the news nowadays. You can't even hardly get somebody to get a whole news article anymore. Everything's got to be short and sweet compound it into a few words tell it like it is and that's it and the reason why i know that is when i was in ohio media school one of the classes i had to take was about reporting like news reporting news because we also had to decide of you know doing that one of the things we had to do was take a news article and condense it down to where it could be told in a brief you know period of time
1: a blurb yeah
0: yeah so we had to shorten it to where it could be for the attention span of those that can't you know stick around longer than 30 seconds (laughs) all right <coughs> Excuse me. Immigration. <clears throat> that's another one. That's at 39% approval rate and that's no shock. Uh surprised that ain't more toward 50 though because of it being some like it and some don't. 36% on the taxes. Uh, his approval for far as taxes is going. Um, I don't know much about this new tax thing he's reformed. I don't know if it's even went into effect or going into effect if it's got to be passed. I do know that I saw that here the GOP is now saying that they may not be able to promise no tax cuts or whatever for those in the middle class, which is... Uh, I don't know about you, but it seems like every president I've ever heard run, they've always made that campaign promise about the middle class won't be touched with the taxes. And damn, when it rolls around, everybody still gets taxed. <laughs> so, I mean, in my opinion,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, it's always got that promise. And it's just, and every time I hear him, I know it's an empty promise. I mean, there's no way you're going to be able to do any kind of uh, reform or be able to help the country at all without taxing the middle class. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Anybody with any sense got God to give a jackass ought to know that. Just being being truthful. I mean, it's just truth. I mean, anybody that can't see that when they say it, how in the hell are you going to tax two classes of people and not tax the middle class and expect anything to be, when you've got a $17 billion deficit? Basic math, everybody has to pay something. Yeah. I mean, it just has to be done. Now, how much each one pays, that all depends on who sets up the budget and how they plan it and how they think they know how it should be. Right. But, and of course, the lowest thing he's got approval rating on is health care with 35%. But uh, that's no shock either. His health care is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. That's...
0: Yeah, it's scary. It's
1: talking about some scary stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's
0: yeah. Scary, man. This healthcare. You talking to a man that ain't got none? Oh when I'm man. Talking, when, when I'm talking about don't got none, I mean don't got none. Zero. If I dropped dead of a heart attack today, the state would bury me. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Cause I don't have any. <laughs> I'd be going into the hospital with a heart attack. So they looked at me and said, you haven't got no attack. Oh, you ain't got no insurance Roll it back out. <laughs> just the truth. Uh, I have to mention this. And I'm not a real big list. I know you like some things. He says, I'm not a big Rush Limbaugh fan, but he made a statement to Sean handy that I saw here a while back that, uh, Kind of led me to thinking, man. It could be possibly a somewhat truth to it, and I'm not saying all truth, right? But I have to work both sides, being as I'm not a, I'm not an extreme of either conservative or liberal. Right. He made a statement that he thinks that it's the liberals' agenda, or the cons, yeah, the liberals' agenda, or the government itself, really, agenda, for Donald Trump to fail, and not succeed, because how would it look? for an outsider to come in here and fix all this, be able to do a real good job that's never had any political experience when nobody in the last 30 years could come in and do shit.
1: I mean, it sounds reasonable, but...
0: And like I said, I'm not saying that is the case. This is just a statement he made. But when I heard him say it, I was like, hell, you know what, man? I mean, I'm not saying that it is, but... I'm sure there would be some people in there be pissed off if he fixed a lot of stuff but they, and here they couldn't do nothing in 30 years. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be because I ain't seen a lot of fixing of nothing yet. Yeah. But there's still time. But like I said, I don't know. That remains to be seen. But uh, it, it gave me a different perspective Not that I've grasped it You know like I said I don't follow either one way or the other I haven't, I'm not sold On the whole Trump Presidency yet Don't know that I will be But And I don't know about you But to me Not trying to beat a dead horse But this Russian hacking boy is looking more and more every day Like it may have really did happen Whether anybody Whether who knew who Or who knew what Remains to be seen
1: well, there's no question something happened. It's just yeah. a matter of how extensive it was.
0: Yeah, there's de- and, and you know, there's still, the, as I call it, the Kool-Aid drinkers, think nothing happened. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what in the hell, man? What do you have to see to see that something happened? <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not saying Donald Trump was up there giving the orders. I have no clue. I'm not saying who was involved. I don't know yet. Don't know that we will know. But they keep going. They may find out, by God. Because they keep digging every day, finding out some new shit. But.
1: I I have said all along, I I don't know that Trump is going to be involved with any type of collusion involving the election. It's possible. Right. Uh, But even if he was, that's very hard to prove. That is very hard to prove. But with that being said, I can tell you that if anything really bad comes out of that Russia investigation, as far as Trump is concerned, it is going to be in the banking system. I, I've I've said that all along.
0: That's what I've that's said.
1: What, that's where it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I've, I've already said that it always struck me as kind of odd that, like I've said in the past, that that man refuses to give his tax returns no matter what under any circumstances will he give them to anybody. And I mean, and now to some people that might sound like, uh, oh, that's petty. But to me, it just don't make sense. If you got the, don't, do you know how much his approval rating would go up with the liberal? So, so many liberals would actually lean toward him if he could show a tax re- return and everything come out on the up and up. If he would expose it. But the thing yeah. about it is he won't do it. Because and it's not because I don't think it's as much as he's stubborn as there's something there.
1: There could be I don't know.
0: I don't know Maybe for we sure. We know. I don't know for sure. I'm just speaking from me. If right. I was a man running as a pre- I was a president and I got into office and all these other presidents that gave her tax returns, I would have gave mine. Hell, he done admitted in the campaign to use loopholes, so he ain't got nothing to hide there. Yeah. He done admitted that. So what the hell else you got to lose? And if he's banking with these people, it would probably show up. Yeah. So, not saying it has. I'm just laying it out there. That's the sugar shame perspective. Charlie Daniels, you hear what he did? No, I did not. Oh man, he got on Twitter. Uh huh. And he said, "I want y'all to know, I am not watching." Tonight's Thursday night football game. I am and he he was boycotting. It. Right. But the dumbass didn't realize it was Wednesday night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was on there boycotting the game like it was coming on that night. It's twenty four hours away. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's funny.
0: Oh, I already put it on Facebook, but I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know. For any of you Clevelanders that may be listening in the area, if you're boycotting the NFL and you got any season tickets to the Browns, I will take them off your hands. I'm not a Browns fan, but I will watch whoever they play. So, uh, <laughs> I will take them. I'm not going I'll stand. I promise them when they sing the national anthem, by God, I will stand. If that's what your problem is, I'll stand. But I'll stand and take your tickets.
1: <laughs> you should take a, I, I, you should take a knee in protest until they actually win a game.
0: Oh, I know. That's what we ought to be protesting. <laughs> I don't even know who they play this week. I ain't even bothered looking. <laughs> it seems like it might be the Ravens, but I can't remember. But uh Yeah, that'd probably be another loss. Yeah, that's what we need to do. You'll take a knee. I think we'll be taking I think we'll be taking a knee about thirteen more times this year. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All the way into the next season, probably. <laughs> they look awful. Do you hear about this Lavina Woodward?
1: I'm not sure. I don't. I don't oh, know what that is. Oh,
0: Man, this woman! I can't. I, I cannot believe this judge. I have never heard of such shit in all my life. This woman got mad. Was drinking on drugs and alcohol with her boyfriend. The all boyfriend right. actually called her mother because he was, her mother, because he knew she was fixing to get crazy or something was wrong with her. While he was in the process of calling her, she stabbed him in the leg. <laughs> Guess what? She goes to court and gets off because she's 24 years old. Goes to Oxford and is studying to be a medical student and the judge said she's just too smart to go to jail.
1: Oh, Can man. you
0: believe that bullshit? Bullshit.
1: Um, Unfortunately, I can.
0: Yeah. I wonder if that fucking judge is power. Oxford? Did his his pocket get padded a little bit? Because I don't understand that shit. If that would have been the other way around, that boy would have stabbed her leg. He'd have been sitting in jail right now. Call it sexism if you want. I call it realism. It's a damn fact.
1: (laughs) <laughs> there was that case a while back where uh, some young man killed a bunch of people because he was driving drunk, and he came from an extremely wealthy family, and the defense was that he was had been spoiled his whole life and didn't uh, uh, wasn't responsible because of that. He had been exposed oh, to privilege too much. God.
0: Now you want to protest something? Let's protest that.
1: Oh man, that's. That's ridiculous.
0: Absolutely because that's a, ridiculous. Because that's a plain uh terrible justice. I mean it's just awful. That's not even justice. How in the hell can you tell somebody that because they go to Oxford, clearly got money, and they and they're going to school to be a medical student at 24 years old that because they're too smart they can't go to jail? Now, granted, I don't think she should go to prison for the rest of her life. She didn't kill the boy. But she can't be too goddamn bright. She was on drugs and alcohol and having a damn fit and stabbed her boyfriend. Hell, that ain't damn smart. No, it's not. What's so smart about that? I wish I'd have been that damn prosecutor. Where was his head at? God. I I just, that blows my mind. I mean, it just when I I saw that today, I, I... I know the justice system is flawed, flawed in many ways, and I, I've always said the justice system is, no, is not fair all the way across the board. I believe in our justice system and, and how it's supposed to work, but I don't believe in how it ends up working. I don't – all this shit of just – it's just one person can get something and another person can get something. Do the same damn crime, get two damn different sentences. That's stupid-ass shit.
1: Well, the defense, if I cor- uh, if I remember correctly, the the defense of that uh, guy who uh, h- had the accident and uh, was too rich and spoiled, they called it affluenza, I believe, was the defense.
0: What in the hell is that? You have to school me on that one.
1: <laughs> well, you, know, like <laughs> the, you know, like you have people who are living in a affluent community, they're rich. Well, they, they spun the word to sound like flu. Affluenza. Uh-oh.
0: God have mercy. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just, I can't understand it. I could, it blew my mind as soon as I read it. I just, this is just a bogus form of justice. I mean, she aint go, she's not going to get shit. And from what I understand, I don't know what her first offense was. It might not have been this bad, but this is her second time she's done some shit.
1: Yeah, this is bullshit.
0: Yeah. I mean, talking I mean, about. I have
1: invented this story, but it sounds like bullshit
0: i mean i don't understand it oh it was a real story
1: no i I believe that i mean there may be details that we don't know but right Uh, Yeah, this sounds like real BS.
0: Too smart to go to jail. They, they. I actually, I should have wrote. I should have got a copy of that. Wrote it down. I actually had the actual judge's statement of why he wouldn't put her in jail, but I didn't write it down. I should have wrote that down. And uh, but he said the the uh, the part last part of it says something about because of her and her intellect, or talking about how smart she was, the conditions in where incarceration would be too severe. Well think about that shit for you stab a motherfucker That's what in the she leg. Needs. Yeah. <laughs> think about that shit for you stab a motherfucker. Oh, maybe she got off because she sewed his leg up. She is a medical student,
1: that could be, I don't know. <laughs> I broke my neighbor's window years ago when I was a little boy and I fixed it, so there you go.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, STDs were up last year. And I don't understand how the hell... We live in a society today of knowledge. You know, 100 years ago, we're living in a country that's ignorant. I could understand it, but we're in America. We know a little bit of what an STD is. Before you go sticking your shit in something, you might want to know to wrap that bitch up.
1: And even that's only going to help so much.
0: Right, right. But, you know, be careful if you're going to practice, you know, if you're going to go out and just have sex with anything, 1.6 million cases of of the chlamydia last year, 470,000 of gonorrhea, and 28,000 syphilis. Yeah. And syphilis can fuck your head up, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it's gone that far, it'll kill you.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and gonorrhea, uh, they... That's the only one, I think, well, chlamydia, I think, and gonorrhea can be cured, I think, or taken care of. Herpes can't. Herpes is non-curable. It just has flare-ups. But
1: And, by the way, uh, a condom will only protect you so much oh, because yeah. it's, cause it's skin contact.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's not the only answer. Um, the best answer, and I hate to say it. I know everybody don't want to do it, but the best answer is abstinence. Yeah. I mean, I know nobody wants to do that, but if you ain't going to practice abstinence, be careful who the hell you is. Yeah, that's don't, the thing. yeah. don't have multiple partners. Yeah, you yeah, don't you have multiple some, partners.
1: There's a difference between getting – there's never a guarantee. Oh, no. But there's a, there's a difference between limiting your your number of partners, getting to know someone, talking to them a little bit, getting to know a little bit about their history, and taking a calculated risk. That's a big difference than just screwing anybody that comes along.
0: Right. I mean, the fact of the yeah, matter is, if you're going out of the clubs three and four nights a week, and you're sleeping oh, with one, yeah. three or four, a different person three, four nights a week, the chances are your odds are a little higher. You're going to get something. <laughs> yeah, that's just,
1: that just stands the reason. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. You only go to you only going to you only going to beat the, you know the house always wins. Remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Target they go to eleven dollars an hour on minimum wage. Cool. You, yeah, I don't know if you heard about that. They went to uh they're gonna sit there at eleven dollars an hour and by two thousand twenty their goal is to be at fifteen dollars an hour. If you're working at Target, they're gonna increase it little by little till it reaches fifteen bucks. That's what they've stated. Uh which by that time, to be honest, minimum wage is gonna to have to be damn near that anyway, I believe. Uh minimum wage is gonna to have to be increased uh price of living at the rate it's going
1: yeah the infl- yeah, yeah there's
0: no there's no choice i mean the, the, the government's going to have to step up and move they're going i think the next jump to minimum wage is going to have to be at least ten dollars an hour on federal level yeah. it's going to it's going to have to be
1: and I, I i can remember when ten dollars an hour was a lot of money
0: right right and, and then, and I heard.
1: And go ahead because ten dollars bought a lot more than what it does now you know ten dollars gets you lunch and that's about it right
0: yeah, that's you, about, you, that's about yeah, it. If you, that's if you keep it at a low key.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. You, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you just get a combo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We went to Subway tonight. Spent twenty three dollars for three sandwiches and three bags of chips. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, man. And it's going to have to go. It's going to have to go up because uh, yeah, the price of living is just getting unreal. And uh, you can't you can't keep it at the rate it's going. When I first started working. My minimum wage was four dollars and twenty five cents. When I first started working, my first right. job. And now there ain't no way in the hell you can make it on that. Shit. You can barely, I mean, the minimum wage, I don't make minimum wage, but the minimum wage they got now is damn. Ain't no way in the hell anybody can live off of it. One person. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. I mean, it takes me and Christina both. Of course, we've got two kids. But me and Christina both make above minimum wage, and it takes everybody everything we got to make it. And that's yeah. two people working little above Well Well, here,
1: here, here's the thing. Conservatives always say, oh, well, if you put up the minimum wage, it's going to cost jobs. Well, there has to be conditions. For example, if you're just a mom and pop shop and you're paying a high school student to come in a couple of days a week and, and clean the place, I can understand make, forcing those kind of people to pay them more is just going to make them say, well, hell with it. We'll just clean the place ourselves. That, that, that's probably true. Okay, but when you have billion, and I mean billion with a B, right. billion-dollar corporations that have thousands upon thousands of employees that they keep under 30 hours a week because they don't want to pay them health care. yeah. Now, now, that's where I, I start to have a problem because here's the thing. Those billion-dollar corporations, they're costing the rest of us, like you were talking about the middle class. They're driving up health care costs because they don't pay their employees a decent amount of money and don't pay them under conditions on which they qualify for health care. And if it, if those corporations treated those people better, we wouldn't have so many people that didn't have insurance.
0: Right. Well, that's just like where I work. They cut them under 28 hours now. Anybody they hire is 28 hours or less. And and what happens you end up getting kids, not all of them. There's some that are actually worth a shit, but a lot of them you get, they got already living at home. Don't give a damn whether they work or not. So they don't give a shit and do a half ass job. And then you get, then the other ones you get are those that are retired seniors that they just want enough hours to get by anyway. And then they wonder why they can't get dedicated loyal employees. Yeah. No shit. You can't going to get no. If I went there then and they told me 28 hours when I first went to work with them, I told them stick it up her ass. Alright, I took the job and then found another one. <laughs> That'd be bit it. Cause you can't live on twenty eight hours a damn week, man. There's no way in hell. Yeah. Shit, I'd be if I work twenty eight hours a week, I'd be eating down at the homeless shelter. <laughs> that's just the cold hard truth of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. You got anything? I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, we'll be back Monday. Y'all have a good weekend. With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on We Scream for ice cream. Oh, oh, I want strawberry. And 4% while you're screaming at the amusement park. Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. Now, when you and the family go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USA Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the...